You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. Good morning, Cash. Good morning, Zach. How we doing, brother? As always, how's your week been? Oh, man, I'm enjoying the best day ever and excited about this episode. We've been working on it for what feels like two months now. and No, legit two months. Yeah, I mean, it's scary. Like... I don't know. I'm I'm nervous, but excited. And, you know, these are the kinds of things that make us want to do this. Oh, there's no doubt, man. This is uh, this is truly a special episode for us. Uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, talking to a lot of people, a lot of people. <laughs> and by the way, a lot of people. Uh, and But it's uh, it, it's been good. It's kind of finally coming to a head. And I'm pretty excited for y'all to hear it and, you know, listen to all this uh, positivity and things that are going on. And it's just, I think you're really going to enjoy it. But how was your week, though? It was very good. I mean, not too much happened. It was a nice little blur. Got a little bit of Christmas shopping done because I'm a little afraid of those Amazon distribution dates that are going to be happening. So been around shopping, trying to get everybody settled up before Christmas time. Hey, it's smart, man. I've already started myself. Got a, got a good majority of stuff done and uh, feel the same way. Uh, but I got to tell you, my week, um, this week was kind of special. You know, this was Veterans Day, so we want to say a very special Happy Veterans Day to all of them. Uh, it's, this is kind of close to my heart, a little personal story. Um, uh, my wife, Alicia's grandfather, was a World War II veteran, and uh, he passed uh, you know, a few years back, and uh, it was very tough on the entire family. Um, but I always have very special memories of him. We would go down to Sardis for like these family retreats mm-hmm. and things, and he would tell me stories from when he was in the service that uh, I come to find out later he really didn't share with other people. And it just kind of meant a lot to me. And you realize more and more to that afterwards, you know, once something's gone and you realize how special it is and he was truly a special person. Plus I have a several uh, friends that were our veterans and uh, we really appreciate their service. And it, it meant a lot to me this week. So I definitely want to get that little nugget out there. No, I, it's such a fantastic thing and we can never give them enough praise or thank yous or do enough for them for everything that they do and continue to allow us to have over here without even knowing the sacrifices that they made. Absolutely. Cash, you know, cash, somebody else who does a lot for our community. And that's one of our top sponsors. That would be Brian Couch of Birch Realty. Guys, if you are in the market of buying or selling a house, there is no one better than Brian Couch and his team, which is called Team Couch. If you go to their website at teamcouch.com, you will see that they are a full-service realty group. They are there for you everywhere you need. They can handle any kind of transaction when it comes to real estate, and they have the experience to back it up. They've done over 25,000 closings and have made several people very happy with the end result. Not only that, they have been voted the top realtor team in DeSoto County over four times and are ranked nationally amongst certain magazines when it comes to real estate. What else do you need to hear? They are truly the best. Guys, if you want to call them at their office, you can reach them at 1-662-449-1700 or you can call Brian personally at 901-461-7653. Now, Cash, a minute ago you were talking about Christmas shopping and stuff. I have an early debate to talk to you about. Okay. Um, This is something that's close to me, so I want to know. Do you believe it's okay to go ahead and be decorating for Christmas now and bypass Thanksgiving? Or are you a purist and say, gosh dang it, we should be having stuff out for Thanksgiving and you can't put stuff out for Christmas until after Thanksgiving is concluded? Um, My girlfriend lost the battle with me and we already have our Christmas tree up and she already has presents wrapped underneath the tree. Sacrilegious. <laughs> Sacrilegious. How dare you? Uh, my parents have already started putting Christmas lights up. 
around the house. We decided if you're not first, you're last. So go ahead and start getting everybody out there. Lame city. Let me and tell you, man. Look, I'm going to enjoy Thanksgiving and the food, but the decorations and the colors, they're just not meant for big yard signs. I don't really know what to do with it. Like, <sighs> I, I applaud the people that have the giant inflatable turkey with the pilgrim hat on it. <laughs> but, I mean, there's just so little you can do. A lot of people are still putting pumpkins out or just leaving those from Hey, man. Halloween. You, know, you put the hay. You know, you put your pumpkins. You put, you know, so your, Halloween. Your orange and brown colors. Like, I mean, it, it, come on, man. It, it gets a rip off of Halloween. Like, I mean, that, that's all it is. So let's go ahead, put some bright lights, and give people a reason to decorate their house for Christmas. Negative. You do not put out the Christmas tree until Thanksgiving is concluded. Once you put the turkey in the Ziplocs and have it ready for sandwiches for the next day, then you can whip out the Christmas decorations. Anything prior to that more. is sacrilegious well hey i'm just here to enjoy my life the best as i can and i can tell you my tree looks phenomenal and i couldn't be happier that it's up every single time I come home and just see nice bright light i'm gonna go with a capital l lame on this one i'm sorry i just can't do it hey you know uh, Nora had a fantastic time decorating the tree had a nice little family bonding time and that's what it's all about that's what the holidays are here for it's the spirit of the holiday and we're I'll, gonna, give, I'll give you that part of it, okay? But it's still. We, we will put a poll up, and I guarantee you that you are going to get pummeled in how many people are going to say it's okay to go ahead and have their Christmas tree up. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know, maybe plenty of right. radio stations already out here playing Christmas music and enjoying the good times and the Christmas cheer. That's a sign of the apocalypse. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> but I am excited about some Thanksgiving meals, which I guess we'll just go ahead and talk about what all is going to be on our menus next week. We'll definitely have a little more of a Thanksgiving special and talk about what we look forward to, to be on the table and what's our best, what you avoid, what you you know put your fork and spoon up in the cross shape of get that away from me and things of that nature. Hey, we'll talk about it. Let's be honest. There's not many things we're putting uh, get away from us on the Thanksgiving plate. <laughs> Uh, you just had to go there, huh? Yeah. Talk about our girth again. It, it's there, you know. I'm here for it. There, there will be one thing that I'm just absolutely against, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll cross that bridge when it comes, guys. Likely we alluded to it, guys. Like we alluded to a minute ago, this is going to be an education special episode. We have very special guests with us this week. Um, too many to count um, that are going to be talking with us, and it's just going to be a fantastic episode. We really, really hope you enjoy it. We also want to say a very special thank you to all the people in the communities that listen to us. We have just gotten back analytics, and we have reached record numbers. Our podcast has been out for about eight months now, and we have already hit over 30,000 listens. We have made friends with over hundreds of new people and made special memories every day and are still making them now that will just go with us for a lifetime. We really, really appreciate it. We wanted you all to know that uh, our podcast has just exploded, and we have received so much positivity from it, and we want it, we are just – it renews our spirit moving forward, and we're already looking forward to what we can add and do and change and see what we can affect in a positive way again uh, thank you from cash and i both on this yeah i mean and the crazy thing to me is i know with the annexation happening we're now over i think like forty-two thousand people but to put that in perspective that 30 over thirty thousand listens that's 75 percent of the population of olive branch yeah it's just a real testament to you guys and you know and maybe it's a sign that the, there is a desire out there people want to hear something positive instead of the negative all the time so we're going to keep uh, marching along and so please continue to keep emailing us and interacting us with social media you can reach us at the ob podcast at gmail.com as well as on facebook and twitter we are at ob pod 
And one of the many reasons that people love coming back to us, I believe, is jokes of the week. So, Zach, go ahead and let me know what you got. Yeah, I got a few more. As always, the emails kept rolling in, and, uh, you know, just it's just so fun, man. So I've got a few I picked that I thought were pretty good, and uh, here you go. Cash, I want you to know I've been exercising a lot, trying to burn a little uh, weight down and stuff, but uh, the other day I burned 2,000 calories. That's fantastic. What'd you do? Man, the fire alarm let me know that my uh, oven uh, incinerated my <laughs> casserole and my side dishes <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> All right, Cash, a buddy of mine got divorced years back, and he's really struggling with dating still to this day. You know what he told me? Uh-uh. He said, man, the last time somebody was his type, he was giving blood at a high school blood drive. <laughs> oh that's a good one yeah oh i do like that cash did you know i used to work as a teller at a bank back in the day Mm. yeah believe it or not it happened all until one day this sweet old lady came in and she asked me to check her balance was it too low and you just made fun of her or something i pushed her and she (laughs) fell (laughs) balance wasn't that good (laughs) needless to say that was my last day of employment Oh my goodness! So, yeah. Uh, so, Mark, Karen, and Steve, thank y'all so much for those emails and those jokes. Always really appreciate it, man. Oh my I goodness! I just love that we're getting new people sending us jokes all the time. You know, don't get me wrong; we have a few that give us jokes like every day, and some of them I had to tell them stop. Okay, yeah. you're, 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 this is beyond what we can put on the podcast. But uh, really, I mean, it's just great to have this interaction with so many people who just enjoy a good joke. You know. So again, thank y'all so much. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, we hope you're telling your friends and your uh, you know family and stuff and sharing it on our social media. Please do so. Any way we can to share our positive message is greatly, greatly appreciated. Guys, it's that time. We are finally getting into the first part of our education special, our episode. And I want to give you a little background on it. Uh, Cash and I decided we want to do something special for the schools and the community and the kids and parents and things, the whole kit and caboodle, uh, especially after we talked to a couple of administrators at a few schools and when they were talking about morale was a little low. And uh, we thought, you know what, we can do something about it. And so we reached out to each of the schools in our area, basically all of Eastern DeSoto County, DeSoto Central, Olive Branch, Center Hill, Lewisburg, all of them, elementaries, middles, and high. And we talked to the principals, you know, and we asked them, and they said, hey, would y'all be up for doing something like this? And every single one of them joined us and said, absolutely. They absolutely love what we're doing here at the podcast. Uh, they conveyed that they want to help in any way they can. And so we came up with the idea of, hey, you know, there are people out there who are struggling academically and parents are struggling and teachers are struggling and things like that. And what are some tips and suggestions we could give out there to maybe some people who, you know, who need that help or maybe didn't know something that could be beneficial to all to hear uh, to help build on that. And uh, every single principal, you know, we talked to, we came up with some different things and they all came up with their own little idea of something that could help and work together and work with us. And uh, we want to share those with you now. You know, they're just, they're just really, really great. And it shows you that each principal cares. You know, they get on here, they introduce themselves, they give their tip and suggestion and it lets you know that they want to be a part of the community and they want to see the kids succeed and they want to see the parents succeed and they want to see the teachers be all a part of it. And it's just, it's a great thing. So we really, really hope you all enjoy this part. This is going to be our first part of a three-part deal, and we're going to go to it now. This is Christy Hale, the principal of Center Hill Elementary School. My helpful tip while learning at home, many times parents and students alike think that learning from home coincides with a stressful situation. But please be forgiving of yourself and your child. And if any unforeseen circumstances arise, 
please contact your child's teacher or the school. We are here to make sure the transition of learning at home is as stress-free as possible. We will do anything it takes to make sure your child is successful. This is Christy Upchurch, principal of Olive Branch Elementary School, and here is my helpful tip. Every school in our district has an amazing nurse, and they are here to help whether you are at school or at home. If you have a concern about your child's health related to school, do not hesitate to email them for assistance. This is Cynthia Dixon, principal of Lewisburg Elementary School, and my helpful tip is to create a schedule with subjects and breaks for yourself throughout the day. You must discipline yourself to stay focused on your work during certain times of day. Remember, you are accountable for your learning. Take it seriously. Hello, this is Selena Nichols. I'm the principal of Chickasaw Elementary School. At CES, we love our champions. I'd like to take the time today to share a few tips for any of our champions that might have to learn from home this year. First, make sure you know your Schoology login information. Next, email your teacher if you have questions about an assignment. And finally, take care, stay healthy, and remember, Chickasaw champions are respectful, responsible, and ready. Hi, this is Jeannie Treadway, principal at Lewisburg Primary School. My helpful tip is never give up. Maybe you have questions, just don't understand, or would like to speak with someone. Please reach out to the school and talk to a teacher, a counselor, or even an administrator. We will persevere together. This is Mr. Perkins, principal of Lewisburg High School. And my helpful tip for keeping up with your academics is to do your best to stay organized. Write down website links, or save them to your favorites bar in your web browser so that you can get back to them easily later. Save your passwords in a secure location, set daily reminders for your work, and follow a routine each day that will offer you the best opportunity for success. Hey guys, it's Miss Maxwell, principal of Over Park Elementary School, and I just want to say a few things about communication um, between the school and home. That is probably the most important thing that we can do as a school to make sure that we are transparent and open and providing all the information that you need to make sure that you know that your child is safe. At the same time, we need communication from home so that you guys will kind of participate in their, their grades, participate in them growing as readers, participate in them growing as leaders, mathematicians, and any way that we can know what's going on at home so that we can make sure that we partner with each other to do what's best for our kids and grow our little Mustangs into being big Mustangs and being very productive citizens of this grand city and counting that we have. Hello, OB. This is Christy Dunning, and I am the principal of Lewisburg Intermediate School. It is super cool to lead the brand new school for fourth and fifth graders in the Lewisburg community. We've had an incredibly exciting year so far, and we've only just begun. I love listening to OB Pod, and I'm thrilled to share my helpful tip. If you feel overwhelmed or stressed, take a break. Start back fresh. If you need something or want to chat with someone, reach out to your school counselor. They are all ready to help you. And as I tell my students on a daily basis, have a great day, make good choices, and be kind. This is Jacob Stripling, principal of Olive Branch High School. My helpful tip is to participate at home in education. Everything cannot be done at school. So when you're at home, create a place to study and read, not necessarily a place that is very relaxing, as that may work against your efforts. Hi. 
Hi, this is Ashley Tiger, and I'm the principal of Olive Branch Intermediate School. And my helpful tip is that the internet can be a very useful tool to assist you if you are struggling with your work. However, you want to make sure that you are using appropriate websites and those that can truly help you, such as Khan Academy and even subject-related videos on YouTube. Hi, this is Cliff Johnston, principal at DeSoto Central High School. A few helpful tips or suggestions I would give students that are struggling with learning uh, from home would be to find a quiet place and you stay away from distractions and students I would put down those cell phones for a little while while you're concentrating on your academics and also I would jot down questions uh, that you may have possibly ask a peer after school hours or reach out to a teacher to see if they could help you with those questions that you have so those are those are just a few tips or suggestions that I would give students that are uh, struggling with learning from home. Hey everyone, this is Brad Meadows, principal at Lewisburg Middle School. My tip or suggestion is to always turn in your work, even if it's incomplete, because this shows the teachers that at least effort was made to complete the assignment. This will go a long way with all of your teachers and can possibly prevent zeros, which we all know are hard to overcome. This is Betty McGee, principal of Pleasant Hill Elementary School. The tip that I could give all parents that would help their children the most would be to stay in touch with your child's teacher. Find out what your child is doing well and celebrate them for their hard work. But also, find out what is most challenging to them and ask your child's teacher how you can help him or her at home. It's always a good thing when students see that their parents and teachers are united and committed in helping them succeed. This is Adam Sykes, principal of Olive Branch Middle School, and we are so excited how this year has started out. Just a helpful little tip is communication. If you're out sick or if you've been quarantined through the school or you're having to quarantine yourself, please keep into constant communication with your teachers. You can reach them through Schoology by logging in through Clever, or you can write them an email and you find their all of their email addresses at our Olive Branch Middle School website. Parents and students, please be aware of your teacher's late work policies and how to properly turn in that work from home. We want to ensure that your hard work doesn't go to waste. There was a lot of fantastic information that the principals were able to give us, and I just want to thank them for giving us some of their time because I know your schedule, and I can only imagine theirs is the exact same, so for them to take some of that time out is awesome, and it just proves that they're here to show us that it takes a community to raise every single person, and they are here to help be a part of that community. Cash, you're absolutely right. I can't thank those principals enough for taking time out of their day. Like you said, the schedule's pretty hectic. To give us those little nuggets of information to try to help out the community, it really means a lot. You know something else, Cash? Have you ever gone into a classroom and you ever seen quotes on the wall, like on posters and stuff? Man, I've still got so many of those just popping up in my head, like shoot for the uh, moon, you're at least amongst the stars, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, or you got the cat just saying, hang in there as he's holding onto a tree branch. Like, I absolutely love those things. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite ones is, is like the, the, the big bird is swallowing a, a frog, but the frog's got the, no, the throat choked and says, never give up. You <laughs> yep. know what I mean? You know, I mean, classic. Plenty classic. of them. So, Cash, this motivational message this week is absolutely phenomenal. I I know I keep saying that, but the reality of it is, is this are life quotes from Marcus Aurelius. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I heard this audio, of course, the voice is infectious, as always, but just listening to the quotes that are said. You know, knowing that they were produced so long ago and they hold value today, if not 
they hold significant value to today. People need to really listen to these and understand this is something that can change your life. No, I agree a hundred percent. There were so many in those, like you said, I'm like, how is that still relevant in this day and age? Or, okay, so this is where that person took the basis of theirs from. Like there's a lot in here that's going to make you very introspective and hopefully, like you said, change your life. Or at least the aspect that you have whenever you think about it. Well, hopefully it brightens your day. Or maybe it makes you change the way you look at things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's all you need to put you in the right direction. Since this episode is really focused on building morale, I think a lot of these right here are really going to help some people. And so we're going to go right to them now. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think to enjoy, to love. The happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. Look well into thyself. There is a source of strength which will always spring up if thou wilt always look. Do not indulge in dreams of having what you have not but reckon up the chief of the blessings you do possess, and then thankfully remember how you would crave them if they were not yours. The object of life is not to be on the side of the majority, but to escape finding oneself in the ranks of the insane. Here is a rule to remember in future when anything tempts you to feel bitter. Not, this is misfortune, but to bear this worthily is good fortune. Accept whatever comes to you woven in the pattern of your destiny, for what could more aptly fit your needs? You don't have to turn this into something. It doesn't have to upset you. To live a good life, we all have the potential for it if we learn to be indifferent to what makes no difference. Think of yourself as dead. You have lived your life. Now, take what's left and live it properly. Death smiles at us all, but all a man can do is smile back. The best revenge is not to be like your enemy. Your mind will take the shape of what you frequently hold in thought, for the human spirit is colored by such impressions. The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way, becomes the way. You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. It is not death that a man should fear, but he should fear never beginning to live. Never let the future disturb you. You will meet it if you have to with the same weapons of reason which today arm you against the present. Very little is needed to make a happy life. 
It is all within yourself, in your way of thinking. Loss is nothing else but change, and change is nature's delight. A man's true delight is to do the things he was made for. I still can't get over how some of those things are just said. Like, I guess I imagine him in front of a Senate meeting. Like, I mean, how do you get the opportunity to have some of those things to be able to be published like they are now? I don't know. I guess they just stuck with people and uh, it, it is what it is, man. But you know what? It's just fantastic. They are. And I'm happy I got to hear it because I tell you, that's something I could listen to almost daily. Just it kind of has a, you know, a mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how you create your day, you know, you know, I think it's something could be positive. I hope it works out that way for a lot of people. And somebody else who's very positive for this community is Michael Hatcher and Associates. You are correct, Cash. Guys, they have been a sponsor with us since day one. Like I talked about earlier, eight months, and they have never let us down. They have been with us every single week. They are a phenomenal company that has done so much for this community. And right now, they have several job positions available, everything from account managers, estimators, all the way down to irrigation techs, and even general crew members. Guys, they have some of the best pay rates, benefits, insurance, and a work environment that is unmatched. And you should really go check it out if you're considering a career change or you're trying to find a career to start. Guys, you can also talk to their talent acquisition manager, Gabby, and she can help you out. And you can reach her at 1-662-755-3207. Also, you can check out HatcherLandscape.com. They have an amazing website that talks about all their business, things they offer, uh, construction projects they do, landscape maintenance, you name it. And if you're in the market for something of that nature, that's something else you need to check out. Truly a great company, guys. Do your best to help out a company that helps us. So guys, for our second part of our educational special, we decided to reach out to multiple teachers after the principals agreed to join us. And we wanted to get their thoughts on what life was like at their school, with their kids and their parents. And the feedback was epic. Yeah, I mean, the teachers absolutely jumped at the opportunity. And I can't thank them enough because I know how important teachers are. They shaped my entire life throughout school. And knowing that I could always go to them and seeing them still have this kind of energy is something that is infectious that I hope is always here. Cass, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Was there a special teacher out there that ever kind of hit you that, you know, made a difference significantly? Maybe you wanted to mention? I mean, there are definitely multiple. I mean, my kindergarten teacher, the first one I ever had, Miss Julie, uh, as a little boy, probably just had like the biggest crush on her in the world. But she understood I just didn't like naps or nap time. And so she would just let me sit there and help her grade papers, wake everybody up and do little things. But there was my third grade teacher, Miss Ginger Lowry, who was my brother's third grade teacher in South Haven. And I went to South Haven Elementary. That school had a huge a piece of me because my best friend in first grade passed away in a car accident and we got to plant a tree in front of that school. And so when DeSoto Central was getting built, I was absolutely devastated. I wasn't going to see this tree be able to grow and see his second life be able to happen through something like that. I didn't want to go to the DeSoto Central. I wasn't going to get my brother's teacher. wasn't going to have that. And sure enough, Ginger Lowry came to DeSoto Central and she saw my name on the list and I don't know how she was able to do it, but she made sure that I was in her class. So she helped me with multiplication and everything that was going to happen, transitioning to a new school. And just knowing that she was able to have me and my brother, only person that had both of us, and 
have that kind of comfort and anchor to make sure I was in a good place, I probably turn into the same person. But I mean, you never know when you have things like that. Well, it sounds like she made a huge positive impact in a time when you needed it most. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, I mean, a lot of people don't like the Soto Central wasn't here and going to a different school, losing all your friends. And that's yeah. a scary thing for a kid. No doubt. Yeah. Because when I graduated in uh, 99, DeSoto Central wasn't even built. No, know? I mean, it wasn't even a thought. I don't think no. DeSoto Central came here until. It was right after oh, 2000. Yeah. So. What, so was it right then? It was shortly after. But um so then, I mean, I, I can only imagine with you getting into education, there is a teacher or two that had a huge impact on your life. You could say that, brother. Um, yeah, as since I'm an educator now, and, you know, um, I have one teacher in mind particularly. Um, believe it or not, was my art teacher. You know, as an art major, um, people, a lot of people don't know that, but Miss um, Martha Cummins was my high school art teacher. And, you know, back in the day, I thought I was just cool drawing, you know, you know, muscle men and ghouls and goblins and like that. And she really, you know, kind of hit me upside the head and said, you're better than that. And you can expand what you are. And you have to look past what, you know, you're comfortable with and go for things that are, you know, in your uncomfortable range and, and get better at them. Mm -hmm. And then you can make a difference in that way. And it wasn't just because of art, but she kind of hit me with that when it came to how you can look at life, you know, people get comfortable and are good at certain things and they never expand out of it. And so, Ever since then, she has changed my mindset of wanting to learn to do something to say that I could do it, not because, you know, I need to or I should want to. Uh, I just like the idea of saying that, you know, you can fill a bucket up with everything you can say you've ever tried and done, whether you win or lose or you're successful or failure, you can say you went for it. Yeah. And that's the mindset she created for me. And, you know, and it opened my horizons up to where I became a professional artist and doing murals. People are like, you know, I'm just not comfortable painting something that's 40 feet long, 10 foot high things of that nature. And I said, let's go for it. You know, and before you knew it, before my high school career was even over, I was already getting paid to do large mural jobs, even got paid at the high school I was at to do one over a summer. And they got to be on the wall during my entire senior year. And, you know, I get to, you know, puff my chest out a little bit and saying, Hey, I did that. And it's still on the wall today, right now, over 20 something years ago. That's awesome. You know, and they've painted over almost everything else, but they did not paint over the mural. I did as a junior in high school, it's in that cafeteria at Hernando High School. Wow. So so are you going to be able to do something at the new high school? or <clears throat> Man, who knows? You know, uh, believe it or not, Mr. Case was my high school health teacher and assistant football coach when I played football there. Uh, you know, the man was famous for trash ball, you mm-hmm. know, his uh, review questions for how he did his studying for his tests. And uh, just a great guy. Just really, really is. I mean, Hernando High School was blessed to have Dwayne Case as a principal. He's a really good person. He's a Hernandian. And uh, they'll do great things. And I know he'll open that school up and uh, and it'll be the beginning of a new era of greatness for them. And so congratulations to them. Um, I mean, I can only imagine just the process of seeing a former teacher and everything becoming a peer, you know, in the sense of principals across the county and uh, stuff. like He still treats me like I'm in high school. <laughs> I mean, we were at a football game the other night and he was still giving me all kinds of grief. But I expect nothing less from him, yeah. you know, so... But Cash, I do want to say one thing. Before these teachers get on here and talk, I want to say that um, it, it have a special place in my heart being able to work with teachers every day that adapt to constant change and make the best of everything. I mean, you look at the last two years, you, every day has been something new, a new adjustment, a new change, a new expectation, and they just go with it. Couldn't say I work with a better group of people, just absolutely phenomenal staff, phenomenal people across the county that are doing what's best for the kids, even though they might be frustrated, they might be angry. They don't sometimes maybe don't feel like they're not getting enough support. They're not getting what they need, whatever. They find a way. 
Yeah. And to me, that is the true sign of amazing character, love and care and for kids. And I just want to say a special thank you to my staff at Center Hill High School. They are truly amazing people. And I hope that every day that I'm there that, uh, you know, I'm helping them the best way I can and that, you know, they see that. And if not, and I work my butt off every day so they can see it. Well, and not just get through it or find a way. They do it with a smile on their face and energy that is not faked. And the kids can feel it. They feed off of it and they grow because of it. So to wrap up this second part, guys, this is the messages brought in from all the teachers of the area schools around us. We asked a few teachers from each campus to send us a message or record a message to talk about their school, their class, their kids, their parents. And these were their thoughts. And I think you're really, really going to enjoy what you're about to hear. Hey, OB Podcast fans. This is Elena Carlisle, and I have the best job on the planet. I am the school counselor at Lewisburg Primary School. I have the honor of teaching kindergarten and first graders what it means to be kids of integrity, a phrase we hope they will take with them for the rest of their lives. Seeing students learn important social-emotional skills brings joy to my heart. Always remember, our little patriots, to have integrity means to choose what is true and good and right. Hello, this is Valerie Thomas of Lewisburg Middle School, and I teach sixth grade math. I want to thank you parents for entrusting our faculty to prepare your students to make their mark in the world. And to our students, thank you for being flexible and adapting to the various changes due to COVID. Thanks to our awesome staff for being phenomenal educators and administrators. I am so proud to be a Patriot. Hi, my name is Natalie Keene, and I teach second grade at Chickasaw Elementary School. One thing I will say is when you're going through tough times, it's really good to be surrounded by such sweet people. And like I said, it's been pretty tough, but I am very thankful for the people I'm with. Hi, everyone. This is Mrs. Palmer from Center Hill Middle School. I am very proud to have been a part of Center Hill since the very beginning, way back when it was still the Center Hill Middle High School. I'm very proud to be a Mustang. All three of my own children have graduated from Center Hill High School, and I hope that if I taught you or coached you that I had some type of positive impact on your life. I would want all of my former, current, and future students to know that I cared about their growth as readers and how reading could impact their future, and I have loved each student that has passed through my doors. I wish you all nothing but the best in your futures, and maybe one day I'll have your own kids in my English class. What's up, Mustangs? This is Miss Coleman, Center Hill High School, U.S. History. I'm so excited I get to brag about my school. Y'all, we have pulled through, but I got to tell you, there's only one reason why we've been able to succeed the way we have succeeded, and it is because of our students and their amazing, amazing families. Y'all, there were days that I did not think we were going to make it through, but every day my students showed up and showed out, and they are doing it again this year, and I could not be more proud of them. I could not be more proud of where I work, and I could not be more proud of the families of these students who had to struggle with us, and through all the ups and downs and the trials and errors, you guys stuck with us. It makes my job easier to know that I have your support. Please know that you have my support 100%. You have an amazing group of young men and women out there, and I'm so honored that we get the opportunity to teach them in our building. Let's go Mustangs. This is Molly Gates, and I teach third grade math and science at Lewisburg Elementary. I want to thank 
thank you parents for allowing us to make a positive impact in your child's life. Each day we strive to reach every child on a personal level while achieving growth on an individual basis. We are blessed at Lewisburg Elementary to have such supportive parents and amazing students. It's a great day to be a patriot. Hi there, this is Miss Maya from PHES. We get to keep the kids going and motivated and excited. We love to see these kids and we are so happy to work with each other and give each other motivation each day and it's just a great day to always be a Jag. Go Jags go! Teachers in DeSoto County have a lot to brag about. We have some of the best kids in the state of Mississippi. However, I have to add that I believe that the best students are the students who attended Center Hill Middle School. This is Melanie Schaffner. I wanted to take a minute to thank all of the students of Center Hill for always making it a great day to be a Mustang. Hi, this is Leslie Pleasance from DeSoto Central High School and I just want to say that I work at one of the best schools in the state. Truly, we love our students because they are amazing. Our administration is fantastic and we work hard at everything from school spirit to having so much fun at learning in the classroom. Love it so much here. Hi, this is Kristen Yates. I teach first grade at Olive Branch Elementary. I love being a part of the Keister family and it's so amazing to know that these little Keisters are learning to read so much in that first grade year and that that's something that they will use and carry with them. Hey y'all, this is Kristen Coleman and I teach biology at the best high school in the state, Lewisburg High. To me, Lewisburg is family and community. From the support of our parents to student and teacher involvement, there's no place like it. When I first started teaching at Lewisburg, it was the first thing I noticed, how close-knit of a community it really was, and I love that. I love our traditions at school. Our students and parents are 100% bought into our school culture, the expectations, and just the Lewisburg atmosphere. It's a great place to be, and I'm truly blessed to be part of the school family. Hey, Lewisburg family. It's Krista Hicks from fourth grade at Lewisburg Intermediate School. My team of teachers would like to say thank you for all of your support. Teaching and growing young learners is something we take pride in. We love what we do and are so grateful for an amazing group of students and parents that help our school not just survive, but thrive. Great things are not accomplished alone, and we are so glad to have such a wonderful community of families and students on our team. Hey, Olive Branch. Kelly Matthews here, fifth grade science and social studies teacher at The Hill. Center Hill Elementary School. I'm challenged and rewarded by each and every one of my students every day. I'm so blessed to be a part of the Center Hill family, and I truly enjoy teaching my many Mustangs and watching them grow into mighty Mustangs. Center Hill parents, I just want to thank you for sharing your amazing kids with me. Hi, my name is Holly Ingberg. I teach fifth grade in all subjects at Lewisburg Intermediate. The administration and staff at Lewisburg Intermediate go over and above to give children the best every day. We know that our future generation needs and deserves leaders that care, that build relationships, and provide those engaging learning experiences daily. After all, the strength of every profession in our country grows out of the knowledge and skills that we help to instill in our students. At Lewisburg Intermediate, we have some of the best and most supportive parents in our county. Communication is a priority and we are a team. We know that working together to help students grow is the key to success. I'll leave you with this. My students are my why. I know that the classroom is where God wants me to be. I saw this recently on social media and thought it fit my mentality perfectly and I wanted to share it with you today. God doesn't have to be in my curriculum to be in my classroom. After all, if He is in me, He's in everything I do and I never even have to say His name. I work hard daily to make a significant impact on my students' lives with my words and actions. 
Do I fail at times? Of course. I'm human. But I know and realize that the time I have now is invaluable. And I am grateful for every minute that I get to teach. Hey, my name is Emily Frazier, and I'm blessed to teach at Lewisburg Middle School because I get to work with some of the most dedicated and resilient people I've ever met. Our entire staff goes above and beyond to not only meet the academic needs of our students, but also to meet their emotional needs. We truly do this because we believe in providing a top-notch education to all of our students, no matter what the circumstances are around us. I'd have to say that our school's definitely made changes in the way that we approach education, but the heart for education has always been the same. Hi there, this is Emily Carroll Ailiff. I'm a second grade teacher at Lewisburg Elementary School. What I love the most about our school is that the entire school staff works together as a team, pouring their heart into helping children grow socially and academically. Hey friends, it's Miss CJ Hudson, kindergarten teacher at Lewisburg Primary School. I mean it when I say Lewisburg is home because I started my teaching career here 10 years ago. The parents and staff and students are like none other with their constant support. And for that, I'm truly blessed to be able to come to work every day, but I'm even more blessed to be able to call them family. LPS rocks. This is Corinna Day, 7th grade ELA teacher at Olive Branch Middle, and I want to say how much I truly love the students and staff at OB. We truly are a family that shows OB pride and makes my heart happy every single day. Hello, I'm Connie Lambert, and I'm Patty Burst at Olive Branch High School. We want to give a shout out to all our coaches, our band directors who are putting in all this extra time during this time of the year, doing a great job, and also our academic teachers who have accomplished so many great things with our students this year. Just keep it going. OB pride all the time. All the time. My name is Cody Herring and I teach second grade at Chickasaw Elementary School here in Olive Branch. You know, it's been so great getting to make such an impact on all these kids since I've been here. It always puts a big smile on my face getting all the high fives and hugs around the school every day. Um, I really just hope we finish the rest of the year strong here at CES because I know we all need a good year despite the tough times. So I think we should always just try and make the best of it. Hello out there. You know, there is so much talk about a tough year, but here at Olive Branch Middle School, we smile in the face of adversity. We always stand united together, OB Pride all the way to my administration, fellow teachers, parents, and especially my students, I love you. Signed, your favorite ELA and social studies teacher, Miss Cressman. Hey, this is Chelsea Bogus from kindergarten at Over Park Elementary. Our kids are supposed to be learning from us, but we learn so much from them. Like, there's no such thing as too many hugs. Anytime you hear music, you should dance, no matter who's watching. And last but not least, don't take life so seriously. This is Cameron Dewar. I teach history and coach football at DeSoto Central High School. I'm proud to say that we have a great group of teachers and students working together each and every day to set the standard for our community. Go Jaguar. Buenos dias. This is Ashley Young and Daniela Ruffin, your favorite Spanish teachers from Center Hill High School. We want to say thank you to our awesome parents, co-workers, and kids who make every day wonderful. Queremos dar las gracias a nuestros increíbles padres, compañeros de trabajo y chicos que hacen que cada día sea maravilloso. Hasta luego. Hey guys, this is Ariel Keen. I teach English at the number one middle school in the state, Lewisburg Middle. I'm blessed with the opportunity to wake each day and join some of the hardest working people I know. Parents, thank you so much for allowing me to teach and get to know your kids each day. Hi, my name is Amy Pace and I teach third grade at Over Park Elementary School. I've wanted to be a teacher since I was a little girl, so I love coming to school every day and working with the kids. We have fun while we're learning. Every day's different. I want to thank all the parents that have allowed me to teach their kids over the years. I work with wonderful faculty and staff and principals and I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be part of your child's life. Hey everybody, I'm Amanda Jones and I have the privilege of teaching your junior babies U.S. History at Lewisburg High School. One of my favorite things about Lewisburg is our sense of community that our teachers and parents have created for our kids. 
parents do such a great job of constantly showing up and supporting us when they're helping with fundraisers or making sure homecoming is fun. There's so much that goes into making the bird successful. And I think it's great for the kids to see the sense of family we've created. It makes my job at LHS way more fun and so much easier. Hi, this is Kristen Yates. I teach first grade at Olive Branch Elementary. I love being a part of the Keister family. And it's so amazing to know that these little Keisters are learning to read so much in that first grade year and that that's something that they will use and carry with them the rest of their lives. This is Corinna Day, 7th grade ELA teacher at Olive Branch Middle, and I want to say how much I truly love the students and staff at OB. We truly are a family that shows OB pride and makes my heart happy every single day. Greetings, my lovelies. This is Mrs. Reese coming to you from the greatest 8th grade hall in DeSoto County here at Center Hill Middle School. Go Mustangs! Hey, Lewisburg family. It's Krista Hicks from 4th grade at Lewisburg Intermediate School. My team of teachers would like to say thank you for all of your support. Teaching and growing young learners is something we take pride in. We love what we do and are so grateful for an amazing group of students and parents that help our school not just survive, but thrive. Hey, everybody. It's Matt Hammond here. Just wanted to tell you how grateful I am to be a part of the Patriot family and I've been very, very fortunate to uh, teach a lot of great kids, both past and present. I've worked with some awesome teachers and uh, with a with a great group of administrators, and I'm just very grateful that uh, that I've been a, a part of Lewisburg for uh, for all these years. Thanks. Hello from Pleasant Hill Elementary School. This is Susan Powell. It is such a blessing to arrive at school every day. We have the best kids, parents, staff, and administration. The relationships formed among our family last forever. Once a jag, always a jag. Hello, I'm Tish Hunt, and I teach kindergarten at Olive Branch Elementary. Kindergarten is my favorite grade. I love being a child's first school experience and really being able to create a love of learning. Absolutely just love the energy that they have, and it is awesome to know that we are in safe hands with the future. There's no doubt, Cash. These teachers are amazing. Those words of uh, praise and positivity are just infectious, and if that doesn't renew your spirit, man, I don't know what does. You know, to hear teachers who care like that and talk so highly of where they work and the people they're around and the kids they have, it's truly a great place to be. I love DeSoto County. I love the, the teachers here, and it's just, it's just a phenomenal thing to be. It really is. Now, Cash, every week we try to do a little true crime, you know, at least once a month. And uh, this week I've got a a cool little one that we're going to sneak in there. uh, And I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Back in 2011, 30-year-old Jason Andrew Smith broke into a U-Haul rental business. Now, in the middle of his burglarizing this business, he realized the company computers were still on. And so he decided to log on to Facebook to check and make sure if anybody had any messages or anything for him, check his status, whatever you want to call it, and then left. I mean, it's like, what could you think of that was so important that you needed to do this in the middle of a robbery? Not real sure. Let me go ahead and just leave some evidence. I got my mask so no one can see. I'm wearing gloves so no one can get my prints. But let me go ahead and leave this digital footprint. I know it's back in 2011, and a lot of people didn't understand how the internet worked or computers and data was saved, but... Goodness gracious, don't leave anything while you're committing a crime. So he left the computer on with his ID logged in when he left, right? So then he realizes his error. And five days later, burglarizes again (laughs) and takes the computer. 
thinking that will solve the problem of the evidence for it comes to his potential being arrested, right? Oh, my goodness. No, it didn't. No. They, they'd already taken care of it, and uh, he was arrested, put on bond, and eventually convicted for burglarizing U-Haul. Not once, but twice. Should have just been arrested for being an idiot. Like, I mean, <laughs> that, that's what that crime should have said. <laughs> he couldn't even plead the fifth. Uh, it was just like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, dude, like, you did it. So, believe it or not, the attorney during trial did actually state anyone could have logged in and it's him. No. And the judge literally almost laughed her out of the room. I mean, it's an attempt. At that point, that attorney is just like throwing paint at the wall. It's just like, why did I get assigned this case? (laughs) This is as loser as much as I've ever seen. Can I get a plea? (laughs) Please. (laughs) We'll take off six months. Come on. So, Cash, I really don't want to wait any longer. I want to do the final part of our educational special. And this is for our teachers, our administrators, our custodians, our county office people. This was something that kind of came to us at the last second. And when we asked for it, wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know I've been saying wow a whole lot. But to me, this is the part that meant the most. Yeah, this is what truly makes it special. And so, guys, I think when you start hearing this, you'll know. Um, This was the response we got from kids, parents, community members, and a few special people right here at the end that is going to show you why we live in one of the best places in the state, maybe one of the best places in the country. And I think when you hear these little voices say what they're saying, Mm -hmm. you'll know what we mean. I love my teachers. They make my day so fun at school. I love them. Thank you so much. Teachers, just want to say a big thank you for all your dedication and hard work that you continue to do for our students on a daily basis despite all the challenges we face. Let's keep up the good work. OB Pride. I think it's important for our teachers to know that we appreciate them. Uh, They make a difference in our kids' lives and we recognize that. Teachers are extremely needed um, and underpaid and undervalued. They they spend so much time with our children. They're the ones who are helping you through all the hard times that you have during your classes. Like, if you can't figure out something in your math, you could always go to a teacher. They're always there for you when you need them. Oh, teachers go out of their way every single day. And it's not just teaching, um, it's emotional support for the students. It's um, tying their shoes. I mean, there's so many little things that they do. It's just so critical and um, the work they do is (laughs) so great. She gives me lessons and she lets me go on the computer. They work so hard, you know, from morning till night. I have teachers in my family and I know the sacrifices but they love it and we love them for it. I like that they teach me math and they're really nice. Teachers are the ones who are shaping society. They are really educating our future. They are our heroes every day and we cannot say enough about how much we appreciate them. They are the ones who are gonna mold our, our little people past what we can do and to educate them on the world at large. And that's pretty much the most important thing (laughs) that someone can do. Teachers mean the world to me. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for everything you do. Thank you. I appreciate you. I really, really appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Hello, I'm Ken Adams, the mayor of Olive Branch. 
We have some outstanding schools in Olive Branch and in DeSoto County. We're thankful for the great and awesome kids that we have in our schools and the supportive parents that support the teachers that are doing a great job day in and day out. And we're certainly thankful for the entire school system, the kids and the parents that support it. This is Corey Usselton, Superintendent of Education for DeSoto County Schools. I want to thank our teachers and students and school staff and parents for all of your hard work throughout this school year. During the first nine weeks, we all faced some challenges, but we overcame those obstacles to make sure that our students had every opportunity to be successful. I look forward to seeing all that our teachers and staff and students accomplish during the remainder of this school year. Thank you. Just knowing that the community has the education systems back is, that's the biggest thank you that we could have ever asked for. It really is. It really is. And it just, it means a lot. Uh, I want to say a special thanks to Mayor Adams for joining us and wanting to put a message in there. And also our superintendent, Corey Uston, he wanted to make sure he was a part of it. Uh, his schedule was unbelievably tied up, but he said, by golly, I want a piece of this. And he, you know, he, he sent delivered. us some audio and said, man, I can't thank you enough. So it just goes to show you from the top to bottom, everybody cares, everybody's in it, and we all want us to be persevere and we can do it together. And it means a lot to us. And so I think from Cash and I, we're going to say, we really, really appreciate you. We love you teachers. We love you administrators. We love everybody who's involved, parents, kids, and uh, and we look forward to the future. Yeah, and I know sometimes you're thinking, am I really making an impact? Am I really doing something that matters? And you are. Like, Don't doubt yourself. You're doing something fantastic and life-changing. Absolutely. Now, guys, as we move forward on the episode, we're going to do our local news, which has got some great information, especially some money, big money coming to the state, as well as some other programs that are happening. Can't wait for y'all to catch that, as well as we have a cool fact of the week that is also education-based. And so if you're a teacher out there, get ready to hear what life was like back in 1915 and what kind of restrictions you had to have to be an educator at that time, this might blow your socks off. So this week in news, guys, sadly, we have to start off with a rough one. Olive Branch Police Department needs your help. If you have any information on a carjacking that happened at Walmart on Sunday night, November 7th, guys, this resulted in a victim being shot. Sadly, this is a former student of mine, and luckily, she is okay. She kind of put up a fight for them trying to take her car, and sadly, they shot her in the process. She is recovering and will make a full recovery, which is great. But if you know anything about this, please contact Olive Branch Police Department. They are looking for any help to try to make sure this is something that gets taken care of. This is just something that you hate to see happening in the community. And like you said, if anyone has any information, please come forward, help out the police department so that we can try to curb these things from ever happening again. To continue with law enforcement, the ALEP program, which stands for Autism and Law Enforcement Coalition, is offered by the ARC Northwest Mississippi, took in about 45 police, firefighters, and other first responders from DeSoto and Tate County. The program was presented by DeSoto County Sheriff's Department Sergeant Kevin King and Youth Court Judge Craig Treadway. Both are parents that have children on the autism spectrum. Attendees learn how to successfully navigate difficult situations dealing with autistic individuals. The ARC Northwest program has trained over 250 first responders over the last five years. The prevalence of autism is huge in our community, says King. It is critical that everyone understands individuals with autism so that we, as first responders, can help everyone stay safe in this critical time. Olive Branch is adding to its Hall of Fame as it grew to 67 members on Wednesday with the 2021 induction of James Jim Davis and Judy Holloway Barry Hill. They received the city's highest honor 
And in addition, they inducted the 2021s, which weren't able to do it during COVID, as Thomas Tommy Doddridge and Pastor Oscar Gisling. Up next, guys, Energy announces renewable energy expansion is coming our way. The company is to add 1,000 megawatts of solar and renewable energy. The plan draws praise from our governor and state public service commissioners. Energy of Mississippi is making its largest ever commitment to renewable resources. The company plans to replace some aging natural gas plants with 1,000 megawatts of renewable energy, such as solar, over the next five years. This is going to be called EDGE, which stands for Economic Development of Green Energy. The strategy is twofold, giving Mississippi an edge in recruiting the industry while simultaneously giving energy to customers effectively hedging against the volatile natural gas prices. I mean, that's awesome, and I couldn't be happier. I just hate that something like this is necessarily positive for the company when they just kind of feast on us and know it's a little negative, but I just don't like them spending something that they have to do as something positive for us. Yeah, I mean... True that. No, I mean, like, and like, maybe that's just a little bit of the nihilistic part of it. But hey, I'm glad that we are moving forward in a way that is going to set Mississippi up for better things. Absolutely. So, guys, I know you've heard in national news the infrastructure bill has passed. And what does this mean for the state of Mississippi? Well, this means we're beginning a lot of money coming our way to help with a lot of different things. We want to break it down by each individual item so you know how the money will be separated for the state. When people are trying to tell us that we no longer have money to fix our roads or do this or that, well, we will have a hard time believing them with some of these numbers coming in. No doubt. Guys, $3.3 billion is to improve highways, $225 million for bridge replacement and repairs over the next five years, $223 million for the next five years for improved public transportation, $51 million over five years for the expansion of EV chargers and electric cars. This means that they will also be able to apply for a $2.5 billion grant to improve EV cars even more. Also, a minimum of $100 million will go towards broadband coverage. Right now, 41% of Mississippians will be eligible for internet, internet benefits to get them help to help even pay for this new expansion. $19 million for wildfire protection, which is kind of interesting for Mississippi. $16 million for cyber attack protection, even more interesting. And $429 million to improve water across the state. And $99 million to improve airports over these next five years. That's quite a bit of millions. I, that that's just an unfathomable number. I mean, just to start off with the three point three billion, and that not being everything over the next five years. And I honestly, uh, I'm a little scared at how some of this is going to get spent and the lack of work. Uh, I will be interested to see over the next five years how much we actually see get done with this much money. Very much so. It'll be a very telling situation when you have that kind of cheddar and what actually gets done with it. Yeah, there might no longer be an OB podcast, but an OB construction company that is uh, looking to cash in on some of this. I'm thinking because- about a paving business. <laughs> paving business. That's right. There seems to be a lot of money up for grabs in that kind of work. That's right, man. Uh, OB pod paving and construction. <laughs> so if anyone has any uh, startup ways, go ahead and send us an email at our email address, theobpodcast at gmail.com. So, guys, as always, if you know someone out there that has a house or maybe yourself has a house that maybe is a little run down, needs some repair, 
in disarray or is just outdated or maybe even worse, you got it in a divorce or loss of a loved one and you want to sell it fast, there is a great company here local that is ran by an amazing couple and that is Abby and Spencer Rodman and they run what's called Rodman Properties. Guys, you can go to their website which is ibuydesoto.com and you can see how the company works and does its processes. It will evaluate your place and give you a fair cash offer if you want to sell it fast and don't want to go through the process of a real estate a realtor and other things with lawyers and such of that nature. They will take care of you in a really fast professional manner and you'll feel good about it. And this is not going to be a low ball situation or you feel like you're being scammed like you see maybe in Memphis or in other areas. They are truly a great, great company that helps our community in several ways. Again, go check out their website, iBuyDeSoto.com. Tate Reeves has ended the state of emergency for Mississippi, saying with more than 3 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine having been administrated in Mississippi and with COVID-19 infections and resulting hospitalizations being effectively managed, it's time to end the state of emergency. Said Reeves, the additional eight-day extension will provide state agencies with ample time to prepare for the state of emergency's termination. Well, there you go. Guys, the Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Finch has announced the successful conclusion of a 10 days of human trafficking operations across the state. In total, the investigations encountered 49 potential victims, made 13 arrests for crimes including human trafficking, promoting prostitution, and statutory rape, and uncovered multiple leads that will be the mean of additional arrests and victims recovered in the future. The South Haven Police Department was one of many law enforcement groups that conducted operations from November 1st to November 10th. This is about helping people. It is about achieving justice, and it is about ensuring Mississippi parents can rest easy at night knowing their children are safe, continued Finch. We will continue to work with our partners in the federal, state, and local law enforcement to make it clear traffickers and Mississippi's daughters and sons are off limits. That wraps up all of our news, and now we have this fact of the week that is education-based that everyone, I don't know if you're going to be able to believe it. I know it, man. It's crazy. Guys, our fact of the week is brought to you by Rob Long of the Soda County Museum, which is located in Hernando on Commerce Street, right across from the Area 51 Ice Cream Shop. They are open Tuesday through Saturday and have numerous exhibits for your viewing and learning pleasure. Do not miss out on this opportunity. It is truly a great place to visit. So guys, as we've been hinting earlier, if you were a teacher in 1915 in Olive Branch, Mississippi, these were the rules and regulations that were set by your employer to be for your employment. And I hope you're ready. Here we go. You will not marry during the terms of your contract. You must be home during the hours of 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. You may not travel beyond the city limits unless you have permission from the chairman of the board. You may not smoke cigarettes. You must wear at least two petticoats at all times. To keep the school neat and clean, you must sweep the floor once daily, scrub the floor once a week with hot soapy water, clean the blackboards once a day, start the fire by 7 a.m. for the students so that they are warm by 8 a.m. each day. Yes, they had fireplaces in the classroom in 1915. You are not to keep the company of men. You may not loiter downtown or buy any nearby ice cream stores. You may not ride in any carriage or automobile with any man other than your father or your brother. You may not dress in bright colors. And finally, your dresses must not be shorter than two inches above your ankles. Or you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, oh man, there are some crazy ones in there. Like, what prevents you from loitering at an ice cream store? Man, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's just an absolute wild one to me. <laughs> some and, of those, man, like, really? <laughs> whew, but I mean, not dressing in bright colors or anything like that. Like, goodness gracious, we have come a long way. Because that was only a hundred years ago, a little bit more. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's just bananas. What, what, a, what an advance we've been making. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from the ice cream shop. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You're uh, leaving the city limits there. Let's not get too frisky. Do you have permission? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we hope you enjoyed the fact of the week, and we really appreciate Rob Long. Uh, it means a lot that he gives us that information each week. Guys, as we close out the first half of our show, we really, again, we want to say thank you for listening, and we hope you're enjoying what you're listening, as well as, guys, if you've enjoyed some of the advertisement we've done, and maybe you have a business or something that you want to advertise with us, we hope you reach out to us. We're looking for prospective uh, advertisers moving into the beginning of the new year. You can reach us at theobpodcast at gmail.com, and we'd love to work with you. Guys, we hope you enjoyed it, and hope you stick around uh, as we are going to continue our coverage of our post game show uh, this time we have converted over to basketball and we've got some great content as well as some new voices that you'll love to hear moving forward for this season are you looking to start renovating well north mississippi dumpster is the local business you want to contact all you have to do is head over to DeSotoDumpsters.com. you'll be able to find all of your pricing and sizing needs they're open seven days a week and have fantastic prices they carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are in great conditions so you don't have an eyesore sitting in your yard or on your job site they service DeSoto, tate marshall and tunica counties so visit them at DeSotoDumpsters.com or give them a call at 901-299-0916 are you tired of an unimpressive lawn or need some help from a local professional to get your yard the way you want it? Look no further than Master Lawn for your weed control and fertilizing needs. Master Lawn has been serving the Olive Branch community and surrounding areas for over 25 years and is ready to add you to their long list of satisfied customers. Contact them today for a free quote through their website, www.masterlawninc.com or call 901-250-0873. Welcome to OB Pod's Post Game Show. That's right, guys. We're here for our post game show. And so we're going to get started right with our scores. And Cash, let's go right to the girls' basketball. What do we got? Olive Branch beat South Haven 52-25. DeSoto Central handled South Panola 59-41 as Maya Richardson scored 12 points and added 6 rebounds and 5 steals to show that she's playing offense and defense. Lewisburg lost to Lafayette 58-38. DeSoto Central beat Horn Lake 64-59. Lewisburg lost to Grenada 52-46. And Center Hill lost to Pontotoc 67-38. Now remember everyone, the reason some of these teams are said twice is because they played two times during the week and sometimes even three times as there are games on Saturday. That's right, guys. We're going to try to make sure we give you every score for every week so you can know how they competed versus each program. Uh, as well as we want to try to highlight a few special players each and every week. Cash, how do the boys' side look for our area? DeSoto Central beat South Panola 69-55, and their leading scorer, Dorian Whitley, had 21 in that victory. Lewisburg beat Lafayette 75-57. Horn Lake beat DeSoto Central 83-69. Grenada beat Lewisburg 79-67. 
Center Hill beat Pontotoc 69-66, and Deshaun Dunn led the Mustangs with 18 points and six rebounds. Gosh, Pontotoc's a really good team. Um, I got to talk to Coach Forbes a little bit about it, and uh, he said they're very, very talented, very athletic. That was a good W. It was kind of a good uh, gut check, as they say. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, that was a great situation for our boys there at the Hill. And we also have a fantastic game that happened between Olive Branch and South Haven that we even got Coach Rumball to come on and talk about it. That's right, Coach. This is a huge crosstown rival game. And so we, uh, I talked to Coach Rumball and asked him if he'd come on for a few minutes and discuss the game. And so we're going to do that here in a few minutes. Um, but, guys, I also want to introduce you to our basketball coaches for our area. This is We're very excited this year. Uh, to be adding uh, all the coaches of four different school areas. DeSoto Central has joined us, as well as, uh, you know, we have Center Hill, Olive Branch, and Lewisburg. I've reached out to all the coaches, and they've all contacted back and are very excited about this basketball season, as all of them are doing fantastic, by the way. Uh, Olive Branch is probably the mecca of basketball in North Mississippi right now. Uh, Between these four teams who are red hot, uh, this is going to be a great, great post-game uh, season for us. And so I figured y'all should need to meet these coaches, and we're going to go to some introductions right now. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Thompson. I'm the head girls basketball coach at Olive Branch High School, and you're listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. This is Emily Owens, head girls basketball coach at Center Hill High School. You're listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. This is Adam Tipton, head boys and girls basketball coach at Lewisburg High School. You're listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. This is Daniel Forbes, head basketball coach at the Center Hill Mustangs, and you're listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. Hi, I'm Wendelin Johnson Petty, head girls basketball coach at DeSoto Central, and you're listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. This is Blake Orman, head coach at DeSoto Central High School, and you're listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. Hey, this is Eric Rumbaugh, head basketball coach at Olive Branch High School, and you're listening to my favorite podcast, OB Pod. Guys, we hope you all enjoyed those introductions, and I think the best thing we can do is move forward is let's go ahead and get Coach Rumbaugh back on here and let him discuss his big games past Thursday when they defeated South Haven in a thriller that had a lot of stuff going on. Hey guys, I've got Coach Rumbaugh with me. Coach, man, what a game Thursday night playing your crosstown rival South Haven, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, what can you what can you tell the fans and the people listening about it? Well, going into it, we knew it was going to be a, a pretty good game. South Haven was, uh, you know, they're pretty talented again this year, and uh, you know, it's always uh, it's always a good game between us. And you know, me and Coach Wilson at South Haven, we've been going against each other for a long time now. And, uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a good one, and it started off fast. You know, neither one of us could really guard each other, so the, the, the tempo was was very quick. Uh, you know, lots of shots were falling for both teams. You know, we had a couple players that got off early, uh, Jalen Tyler and, and uh, Landon Jeffries. They got going pretty early. And then South Haven, JT for them, you know, got going early, and he was kind of hard for us to stop. Coach, when I was watching the uh, the highlights of the game and talking to a few people who were there, uh, there were huge point swings, you know, like almost 20-point leads were diminished on both sides. Um, you know, a halftime score that was, I think, tied up. I mean, uh, and quite an ending. Can you tell us about that? I kind of have a deeper team this year. And, you know, the first group just wasn't doing, you know, very good on defense. And, you know, so we kind of, you know, made some subs. And, you know, our bench guys came in and really uh, closed the gap. And, you know, we kind of took off a little bit there, um, you know, before halftime. 
and then you know kind of kind of went back and forth you know our bench really stepped up for us and you know gave us a you know gave us a lot of energy uh jerry wall who is uh, uh kind of his first game with us um he's a he's a football player he's a middle linebacker for our football team and this was kind of his first first game with us this year and he stepped up huge coming off the bench you know lots of rebounds he took two big charges and uh at the end, he ended up making the winning shot. Yeah, that's unreal, Coach. I heard that South Haven uh, shot a three to tie it, and then y'all were able to inbound it and come up for a layup and win the ball game as time was expiring. I mean, what was the what was the electricity like in that uh, in that gym after that? Folks were excited. You know, folks were really excited. It was a it was an interesting fourth quarter. Um, I think going into the fourth quarter, or sometime towards the beginning of the fourth quarter, I think we were down. Uh, 12 or 13 points and we ended up you know going on a pretty good run you know with about three or four minutes left and then the fire alarm went off and uh kind of right in the middle of our run and so we had to take a you know a couple minute break and then um coming out of the fire alarm there uh it was kind of back and forth back and forth and it kind of felt like the last team with the ball was going to be the one that you know won you know with about 30 seconds left I think we scored uh went up three and then they scored you know with about oh maybe it seems like it might have been just six or seven seconds left you know they hit a three to tie it I thought about calling a timeout but they, the boys got the ball in so fast um Jalen Tyler got it to half court and uh, made that pass to Jerry Wall and he hit that hit that layup at the buzzer. Coach, man, that's pretty amazing. And congratulations on that huge W. And uh, I heard that you might have a future in uh, fire safety and maintenance uh, during that fire alarm. I heard somebody had to get on the ladder and duct tape an alarm up and some other things. Is that right? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, we were on a pretty good run, and you know, kind of kind of felt like we had the momentum. And um, when the alarm went off, there's we have like fire lights that, that blink and it's like a strobe and one of them happens to be right behind the basket. And I, you know, talking to the referees and they're like, we can't um, start the game until that light stops blinking. And I said, well, you know, is there any way we can just cover it up? And they're like, yes. So I went and found a ladder and some duct tape and I taped that light up so it didn't blink through it. And they, they hit the horn and we were, we were back playing again. That's awesome, coach. That's awesome. Well, Coach, man, I can't thank you for your time to talk to us about the ball game, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again this season about some other big games, and uh, we wish you luck for the entire season itself. All right, that sounds that sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, when you called me and told me about that game, I just said we got to find a way to get him on to talk about it because he was more than just a coach in that game. He was a maintenance man. He he was a motivational speaker. I mean, he was doing it all. Mr. Do-it-all. Mr. <laughs> Do-it-all. Coach Rombaugh, we really appreciate your time. Again, thank you for that. Guys, a little bit of side news in the area just to let you know uh, for football-wise, uh, the – playoffs did not go well for our district sadly the four teams that made it to the playoffs after the regular season last week three of them were defeated sadly and only have one team left going in the playoffs you were right you know it was almost a slaughter across the board for everyone in the north half i mean i have to say it i'm going to give a kudos to coach peacock he told me several times that he was very concerned that our district would have trouble with the other district that they were very talented and a lot of big shockers. The biggest one, Salpanola, had a home game versus the number four seed, Oxford, and lost 35-28. to 28. Pretty tough. Um, DeSoto Central played Madison Central at Madison Central and sadly got 
It was, it was destroyed. never a game. It was 40-something to 7. Um, 42 her, to 7. Yeah. Hernando actually was very tight at halftime. Very tight. Actually being very competitive. Wilkie having a great game. Starful comes out in the second half and does a 35-0 run and beats them. Triple their score, 63-21. It was, it was rough. Um, and so that was very tough. And South Haven is the only one survived, and they had a defensive struggle where they end up winning the ball game 14 to 10 and will advance the next round, and they will be facing Starkville in the second round. And bravo to John Slaughter out there who had the, I will say, the game-winning touchdown in the third quarter to give them the 14 to 10 lead, but he also had an interception in the game that ensured that they were going to get a victory. That's right. So Madison Central will play Oxford again, which they have played each other before, and I'll tell you this, Madison Central beat Oxford pretty bad the last time they played. So it just goes to show you the level of strength in that district uh, considering Oxford just beat South Anola. Yeah. So it's it's quite a comparison there. Um, so we will see how the North wraps up, and and it'll be quite a juggernaut of some games. So, guys, that wraps up our post-game show, and we hope you enjoyed it and hope you and, uh, look forward to seeing it each week. Every single week we are going to try to get one or two coaches on to discuss some of the games and highlight the kids that are doing great. Uh, what the community outreach that is coming for these games is unreal. We have talked to a few of the coaches, and they're talking about how they're already getting sellout crowds, and the environment is infectious, and the kids are loving it, and that is what you want to hear for our community. Again, appreciate you all listening, and now for our next segment. Talking with Cash about Monday Night Football. Hopefully everybody faded me last week. I don't know how that game ended up so explosive outside of random turnovers. And, well, I mean, that's just going to be part of it. The game ended up in a score fest. And the Bears honestly should have won just straight up. Uh, They lost on a last-second field goal. 65-yarder hit the crossbar and just kind of bounce out as the Steelers won 28 to 27 soaring past the uh 40 points that it ended up on not even 39 and a half so it's just the way it goes turnover sometimes and then just massive plays that neither offense has shown that they were going to be able to do so hopefully everyone faded me like I talked about and they were able to make some money but I am feeling pretty good as the St. Louis Rams, or no, not even St. Louis Rams. I keep saying that because, well, that's what they were back in the day when I was growing up loving football. The Los Angeles Rams are going to be taking on the San Francisco 49ers, who have not won a home game in, believe it or not, two years. It has been since the playoffs, and they hosted the NFC Championship game since they won a home game. That is bananas. I I mean, that is absolutely wild to me. They moved into the new stadium, and it just has not worked out. The Rams are three-and-a-half-point favorites. We're not scared about the little hook right there. We are going to go back to basics and just take the better team. Von Miller should be added to the roster now. He had another week to get healthy since they added him. They're going to be adding Odell Beckham Jr., but he won't play this game more than likely. Better quarterback, better team all the way around. This offense that Sean McVay has should be going up and down the field with ease as the Niners are still kind of just hoping Jimmy Garoppolo can do it for them. Their offense is in shambles. Their defense is in shambles. It is a gift at only minus three and a half. There you go, guys. Put your money out there and go make some cheddar. As always, guys, we hope you enjoy what you're listening to, and we really appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on so you never miss any of an episode. And please make sure you check out our advertisers we mentioned during the show. They've gone a long way to help us produce this show, and it means a lot to us, and it would be a great way to show them some affection. 
Guys, also, if you like what you're listening to, you might enjoy our brother podcast, Under the Water Tower. They do a fantastic job covering the Hernando area and their community with all news and announcements and sports in that area, as well as their show comes out twice a week on Difference from Ours, which is once a week. You can catch that on Tuesdays and Fridays. But as always, we'll catch you next week. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. See you then.